Welcome to the Influential Personal Brand Podcast. This is the place where you'll learn cutting-edge personal brand strategies from today's most recognizable influencers. We're going to teach you how to build a rock-solid reputation and then how to turn that reputation into revenue. I'm your lead host, Rory Vaden, co-founder of Brand Builders Group, Hall of Fame speaker, and New York Times bestselling author of Take the Stairs. Welcome to this special recap edition of the Influential Personal Brand Podcast. In just a minute, you're going to hear myself and my wife and business partner, AJ, do a debrief recap and summary of our most recent interview with our big takeaways. But before we dive into that, I just wanted to let you know that people often ask us, What is the first step to building a personal brand? And if that is you or someone you know, then you have come to the right place because we have put together for you a free video short course to help you get started. Just visit firststep.brandbuildersgroup.com to get access. In it, we're going to walk you through what exactly is the genesis of a personal brand and the six key questions that every personal brand must be able to answer, but that almost none ever do. So go ahead and visit again, firststep.brandbuildersgroup.com to get started, and we'll see you there. Now on with the recap. We're back on the Influential Personal Brand Podcast Recap Edition solo episode with Rory Vaden. AJ is not with us here today, but I am dissecting and digesting, then uh, distributing knowledge back to you on the Dory Clark interview that we did. Dory has been a longtime friend and she's just really well loved and really well respected in our space and in our industry. And so it's great to be able to see her and learn about her new book and playing the long game and all these kinds of things. So I want to share with you, there were two major takeaways. I have, I have three, but I'm going to focus in mostly on these, these two major takeaways that really, really stuck with me. And this first one is totally unique. I've never, ever had this thought before. I've never heard anyone talk about this. And the way that Dory said it, it was kind of like she sort of quickly and lightly referenced it. But as I was thinking back, it really, really hit me hard. And so we were having this conversation of how long does it take to be successful? Right. And like just about anything and, you know, sharing our kind of our perspective back and forth on all these different ways and places that we've seen people be be successful and things that we've tried to accomplish, et cetera. And basically what we both you know, concluded was that it's like, it takes two to three years before you really start seeing the results of your work. And then at five years is when it really starts to get you know exciting. And I think there's so many ex- examples of that, you know, in, in my own life, as I, as I look back, you know, and doing the world championship of public speaking, like that was like two years of my life. And then after that, it was like another couple of years before speaking really started to take off. I think of the first company that we started and it was like, you know, we started off pretty strong, 
then we kind of like leveled off. But then it was about five years into it, we started to really like turn the corner and hit this, this exponential growth. And this is true. And Dory was sharing that about her. I mean, Brand Builders Group is now three years into the business and it's starting to get exciting. Like it's basically just been a grind and a startup and digging ditches, as we say, and laying the trenches and the foundations of, of building a company. And it's like, oh, it's starting to get exciting. And my guess is that within two or three years, it's going to be like, holy moly, this is amazing. And then it, and then at some point after that, it just turns to almost like it feel it starts to feel unfair because you're just like, I don't even feel like I'm, I'm having to work as hard for this wonderful blessing. And that's because for five years, you got your teeth kicked in and you got beat up and it was just like stress and heartache and, and problems and breakdowns and like one gut bunch after the next. And there's also still problems. I mean, it is, it is true, more, more money, more, more problems, but I'd rather have those problems than the other ones. But so here's the part that is unique that really hit me that I was like, oh my gosh, I've never had this thought. Here's the words. I'll tell you the words that she said. And, and she said this like very casually, sort of nonchalantly. And so I, I don't even know if she meant to emphasize it, but she said the words significant competitive moat, M-O-A-T, moat, significant competitive moat. And as I was thinking back after the interview, for some reason, those, those words were like hitting me, significant competitive moat, you know, and what is a moat, right? A moat is what they used to put around a castle and they would put like alligators in there so that when the drawbridge was up, it was like, you, good luck attacking the castle. You got to like get through all the alligators. A moat is a, is a barrier. It's, a, it's an insulator of, for safety. It, it's a protective device, right? Or a strategy or, you know, now a thing that, that you have. Well, here's the part that stuck with me after as I was thinking about that. And I was like, why is that? Why did that hit me so strong? Significant competitive moat. Well, here's the power. All the things that you're struggling with now, all of the obstacles that you're facing, all of the time it's taking, all of the blood and sweat and tears, all of the challenges, all of the heartbreaks, all of the heartaches, all of the struggles that you are going through now will one day become the moat that securely protects you from other people coming in. And I've never really thought about it like that of going, oh my gosh, all of the heartbreak that I went through is now something that is out there kind of like working in my defense, so to speak. Now, we're not, we're not scarcity people, we're abundance people. So we're not worried about like, we don't worry about competitors ever. <laughs> like we, we, we don't really freak out about competition. We only think that there is collaboration. But even so, it, it's this idea that there is this barrier to entry. There is this price of admission. There is this initial orientation or this obstacles you have to overcome that to get to where you are, you know, like to where you've made it. And that's those very same challenges that were annoying you and driving you crazy one day become the things that you're thankful for as a, as a moat, as a barrier to competition. And it's not just a barrier to competition. It sort of symbolizes and codifies your place in the world as an expert or as an entrepreneur or as the leading business on blank, because you've made it through that and not very many people do. 
So that, that just really hit me hard. It's just like, wow, all the things that I am frustrated with now are one day going to be the things that are protecting me and protecting sort of like our place in the world or our business or, you know, my place in the world. And you don't really think about that as you're, as you're going through those challenges, but they do become a significant competitive moat. And I, I want that to be encouraging for you. Hi, it's AJ Vaden, and thanks for listening to the Influential Personal Brand Podcast. Did you know that the ideas we share on the show are things we actually specialize in helping you implement? If you want to raise your public profile and turn your reputation into revenue, please visit freecall.brandbuildersgroup.com to sign up for a free brand strategy call with one of our personal brand strategists. Again, that's freecall.brandbuildersgroup.com to sign up for your free call. Talk to you soon. If you're in those early like stages right now, it's hard, right? It's discouraging. It's painful. It can be hopeless. I mean, it can be desperate where you're like, I just don't know if this is working. I, I'm so stressed and overwhelmed and broke and tired. And like, is this ever going to pay off? And, and the answer is yes. And then once it does, it keeps paying off because you're now on the other side of this, this moat that almost nobody will get past because they're going to they're gonna stop and they're going to quit at all the same places you're thinking about quitting right now, right? Like, think about that. Most people are going to quit at all the same places you're thinking about quitting right now. So if you don't quit, if you keep going, if you keep pursuing, if you keep chasing, you keep taking the stairs, you keep serving, you keep pouring out and adding value and working and building, you know, digging the ditches and building the infrastructure and doing all the things that we talk about at Brand Builders Group, that like five years from now, you're going to be standing like all alone. I mean, you're going to be on this island with very few, you know, sort of like an elite few that have made it. And then that's going to become part of your protection. That's just really powerful. and and. You know, it's really cool at Brand Builders Group because now that we've been around for three years, we're seeing these stories. One of my favorite stories recently to share is Ian Cognac, who is one of our clients, and he started with us. And when he first started, it was like, hey, you should do a video every week. And this is one of the things that we teach in our curriculum, right, is you need to publish one video every week. Well, Ian started doing that on LinkedIn, is post a video a week, a video a week. And his first videos, seven views, 14 views, 11 views, right? And at some point you go six months into it, he's posting this and it's like 26 views. Not really feeling it, but we're going, just stay the course, just keep going one video a week, one video a week, one video a week. Two years later, his average video view gets like seven to 8,000 views. His coaching roster is completely full. He's got like more business than he knows what to do with. This is now like his full-time gig. He's living his dream. He's changing lives. And most people will never get there because they won't cross that moat. You know, Anton Guns, another person who started working with us a few years ago. And it was, you know, low six figures, low six figures. Three years later, he's all in doing the stuff, you know, going through the grind, like all the things we're asking him to do. And he's doing it, he's doing it. And three years later, it's like, several hundred thousand dollar business. Let's just say north of half a million and well north because it's like, oh, it's it's starting to catch and you insulate yourself against competition. Lisa Woodruff has 
one of our clients who's we started working with her several years ago. We met her and, you know, she was a couple million. And now it's like, it's way more than that. She's pushing the eight, this eight figure number because they're doing the things. And then it's like, once you get to that, these new levels, very few people will get there because you have built a significant competitive moat. The things that the challenges you're facing today that are driving you crazy are going to be the very same challenges that you're grateful for one day because they're securing your safety and they're securing your place in the market. That's so powerful. And I'd never, never thought about it that way. The second thing was, how do you find your personal vision? And, you know, we take the stairs, we talk a lot about vision and uh, we have talked about vision boards and the power of vision. And I share some of the stories of some of the big visions I've had in my own life and how I wrote them out years in advance. And then they become true. And that has happened over and over again. I mean, the, the very house that I'm sitting in and et cetera, but there's a, a lot of different you know, ways to come at vision and our Conquering Impossible Goals course is we take people through all of this assessment and analysis of how to find their purpose and how to find what they want to be and what they want to do in life. And so anyways, I just sort of randomly asked this question and I, I kind of thought Dory might say you know, something like what you hear all the time, how do you find your personal vision? But what she said really caught me off guard and it's, it's really stuck with me. She said, oh, well, ask yourself, who are you jealous of? Who are you jealous of? And that was powerful and and a little bit like it caught me off guard because, you know, we think of jealousy. I mean, jealousy is a, you know, it's a bad thing. Like jealousy, you know, comparison is the thief of joy. It tends to cause you to not be grateful for what you have. But there is also this little element that comes from not jealousy, but who do you admire, right? I mean, I guess that's that's probably the, the better way of saying it is who do you admire? Who do you look at and go, gosh, like what they have is so cool. I, I would love to do something like what they did. Yeah, I think ad, admire is a, is a better word for this. But I think those are hints to your divine design. Like when you see something in the world that someone has or someone created or some group of people created and you go, that's awesome. I would love to have something like that one day. I don't think that's an unhealthy feeling. I think if it if it makes you go, oh, if only I had that, then I could be happy. That's unhealthy. If you said, oh, look at how easy they have it. I have it hard. That's unhealthy. If you say, gosh, they're so lucky and look at me like I'm, I'm unlucky. That's not healthy. Even if you see something and you go, oh, I can't be grateful for what I have because it's not this thing that I want. That's un- unhealthy. But if you just simply go, you know, what they've done is amazing. I'd love to do something kind of like that. That's totally healthy. That's ambition. That's drive. That's inspiration. And I would call that divine design. I think those little cues are, are hints. They are clues as to the calling of your heart and the design of your life and like what you're created to do because you there's these things in the world that you see and you're drawn to them and you go, oh, that's beautiful. I'd, I'd love to do that or have that or accomplish that or support that or create something like that. That's a clue to your calling. I think that's super duper healthy. So Dory said, who are you jealous of? I'm going to temper it back a little bit and say, who do you admire and allow yourself to sit in that admiration and allow it to be divine inspiration and a clue for who you're meant to become And I think that's a really just fast, clear way of figuring out who you're meant to be. And 
if you are on that journey trying to figure out who you want to be, what you want your personal brand to look like, you should request a call with our team. And you should talk to us about that. We know something about it. We're really good at it. We have a lot of great history with clients and some of the things that we've done ourselves. And if you're not yet ready for that, then I would just say, keep tuning in, keep coming back, listening in, learn from these guests. You know, We're just sharing all this stuff for free from our friends, our networks, a lot of our clients that we bring on. And you're getting to learn from people who we learn from too. So I hope you're enjoying the podcast. If you are, keep coming back, share it with someone. And if you're ready to get serious about figuring out what is that future for you, what is that personal vision for your personal brand, request a free call with our team and let's talk and let's get you going in that direction. But until then, we're so glad you're here. We love you. We believe in you. Keep coming back. We'll catch you next time on The Influential Personal Brand. That's all we've got for this episode of the Influential Personal Brand Podcast. But here's some great news. One of the most valuable things you can do to help us and other new potential listeners to find our show is for you to both rate this show and leave a review. So as a special bonus for you, if you leave us a comment in iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you listen, take a screenshot of your review and email it to podcast at brandbuildersgroup.com. We will give you free 30-day access to 25 of our most popular interviews on video in your own private members-only area. So go right now, rate us, review us, and then send a screenshot of it into podcast at brandbuildersgroup.com. And we'll get you set up with free access to our most popular video interviews all in one place. Also, just please share, share, share this podcast with anyone who you think might enjoy it. And until next time, remember that building a business isn't nearly as valuable as building a reputation. 